You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Right now, we will be reading in Mark 10. This will be our passage for today. This is a scripture that as we start a new series, this is a story about the rich young ruler. In verse 17, let's start. One, two, three. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all this I have kept from my youth. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Lord, we pray for the preaching of your word. Thank you, Lord God, that your words continue to speak to us. Bless this time of fellowship, of hearing from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. In this series, All That Matters, church-wide, Victor Metro Manila, uh, Philippines Soul, we are going to talk about All That Matters. In this series, pag-uusapan po natin, we will be talking about money. Say that to the person beside you. Money. Alright. Salape. Pera. Ganyan. Lalo na ngayon. It's going to be Christmas. Bonuses are coming and all that. But you know what? When I was young, when we talk about money in church, money is a cringe factor for me. When we talk about it in church. Probably some of you, this is your reason as well. When I mentioned that we're going to talk about money, that there is a cringe factor because we don't uh, understand what the Bible says about money. Some of us have a misconception that if we're going to talk about money, yung pastor, okay, kasi Christmas na, kailangan niya lang ng, ano, ng something pang noche buena. And I'm not here to ask for a donation, alright? Kumbaga, for noche buena for Christmas. The reason why we are going to talk about money for the next four weeks, because one is Jesus talked about money, alright? 16 out of uh, his 38 parables talked about money, possessions, and wealth. Um, the Bible also, if we're going to look at the Bible, the Bible offers 500 verses on prayer. But when it comes to money, there are 2,000 verses that points to money and possessions. If kung, kung ganito karami ang sinasabi ng Bible when it comes to money, when it comes to wealth, I believe that it is right for us to talk about money. Another reason why we should talk about money is because in this world today, the reason why there are a lot of corruption, the reason why there is a lot of crime is because of money. Not really because of money, but because from money, there is envy. 
there is greed. That's the reason why nagkakaroon ng mga people are selling drugs. That's the reason why people are willing to kill somebody for money. That's the reason why people steal because they want money. Another reason why we need to talk about money because money can destroy relationships. Between a husband and a wife, it can be a reason why they would split up. The reason why there are some conflicts in family between uh, parents and children or between the children themselves or relatives is because of money. Money can be a source of destroying relationships. And that's the reason why we need to talk about money. And in this series, for the next uh, for the four weeks, we will be talking about money. And that's the reason why we hope and we pray that at the end of this series, that we will have a biblical understanding of wealth, of money, of possession, so that us, even if mawalan tayo ng pera, pag nakuha natin bonus, gastusin natin lahat, pagdating ng January, wala na, that we will be able to respond in faith that we will be able to respond or we would become good stewards when God blesses us with money, that we will be able to respond with generosity. You know what? Money in itself, hindi naman talaga siya masama. It is not evil. It is like a gun. All right? A gun, barrel, it's not evil in itself. A gun can be used for bad things like stealing or pang hold up. Or a gun can be used for good things. But the question is, who is holding the gun? Is it a good person or a bad person? In the same way when it comes to money, money is not either good or bad, but the question is, who is holding the money? That's the reason why we're going to talk about money for the next weeks. That we would realize that all that matters It's not really striving for temporary things in this world. Yes, the things that, that there are things that God has given us, but more than that, that we would realize that what really matters is finding out the purpose of God behind money and wealth. And that's the reason why we are starting this series of what the passage that we just read, The Rich Young Ruler. The verse, the story before that was the story when Jesus, when there were some kids, mga children, there were children coming to Jesus. And then his disciples, some people saw these children, ang gugulo, they would come to Jesus and they, they would say, wag na kayo dyan, ang gulo They would uh, turn away the children. But then when Jesus saw that, 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 that people were trying to turn away the children, he said, wait, stop that. Let them come to me. The Bible says that he was indignant when he saw them trying to turn away the children. But then when the children came to him, when he asked these children to come to him, he started, he started to give a lesson that you need to be like these children to have eternal life or to enter the kingdom of God. After that story, this is the story that we read. We can see here As he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do 
to inherit eternal life. After the story that we just read, uh, after the other story, the previous story that I mentioned, Jesus giving a lesson in how to have eternal life, you have to become this, like these children. Now there's this, um, there's this man, a rich young ruler, the Bible says. What must, must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. O wag kang magsinungaling. Do not defraud. Wag kang magpaasa. Honor your father and mother. Or in other words, this was summarized by Jesus that this is the second greatest commandment, which is to love your neighbor. So, this rich young ruler, let, let's call him ano na lang, Richie, alright, para mas madali na sa akin. Richie said to him, Teacher, all this I have kept from my youth. Mula bata pa lang ako, ginawa ko na yan. Do, do not steal, do not murder, do not commit adultery, honor your father and your mother. I did all of those things. And then Jesus responded, looking at him, and love him and said to him, you lack one thing. It's just amazing when Mark was writing this. This was a, a beautiful thing or, or yung parang particular thing na sinulat niya in verse 21. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him. And probably here, alam na natin kung ano yung ni Jesus dito. And, and probably... If, if it's probably us and we found out that this person gave a wrong answer, siguro Jesus, if, if it's me sabihin ko siguro sa isip ko, ano ba man to? Mali yung sagot. Ano ba yan? Hindi, hindi nakikinig. Ganyan. Diba? But here, we can see the love of Jesus. That He was concerned about this person. And that's the reason why He was willing to answer that. That even if this person had a wrong answer or wrong perspective. He still loved him and, and gave him the answer. And Jesus said, you lack one thing. And he goes, go sell all that you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Sell all my possession, Lord. Diba? I, that's the title of this passage, Lord. I'm a rich, young ruler. If I'm going to sell all, uh, all of my possessions, I won't be rich anymore. I, I, may, I may still be young, but I, may, I might also lose my position, all right, my influence. But this is what Jesus was telling him. Sell all your possessions. It's, it's interesting to point out as well. That when he said, sell all your possessions, sinabi niya, and give to the poor. Give to the poor. Or give to your neighbor who is in need. And if we're going to look back at what, what uh, Richie answered, I have done all these things. I have loved my neighbor already. But now when Jesus was saying, alright, you love your neighbor, sige, let's give it a level higher. Alright? Sell all your possessions and give everything to your neighbor. Give everything to the poor. When he heard that, dun na. 
nagkaroon ng problema. When he heard that, his heart started, uh, started to expose itself. Sell your possessions and give it to the poor. Is God asking us to do the same thing right now? Maybe or maybe not. But the reason Jesus pointed that out to Richie, to the rich young man, to the rich young ruler, is because Jesus was not looking in the outward appearance of this man. He was not looking at the, his Zara clothes. He was not looking at his Mercedes-Benz. He was not looking at his gadget. He was looking at the heart of this person. And that's how God deals with us. He does not look at our outward appearance. He does not look at our outward achievements, but He looks at our hearts. That's the reason why He, he was pointing this out to, to the rich young ruler because nakikita ni Jesus the heart of this person. More than the outside appearance, Jesus is looking in our hearts. And that was the issue for Richie. The question is for all of us, what is the issue in our hearts? Ano kaya yung nasa puso natin? Is it the same thing when it comes to money, wealth, or possessions? Or is there something else that is in our hearts that we are having a hard time to give up to our Lord? The question of Richie here is that, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Ano yung kailangan kong gawin, Lord? Jesus gave an answer. Right? Because he loved him. He gave an answer. All right, this is my answer, Richie. This is what you have to do. Go and sell your possessions. Are there times in our life as well that we were asking God, Lord, what is your will for my life? Lord, ano yung gusto mong gawin ko sa buhay ko so that I can honor you, so that I can worship you, so that I can show that I love you? And then when God says something, we don't like the answer. This is one of the verses or this is one of the sayings in the Bible that we wish Jesus did not say. This is one of the hard sayings. Sana, Lord, hindi mo nilang sinabi to. But here, we can learn a lesson why God is saying this to, to the rich young ruler and even to us. Are there things that we wish that He did not say in the Bible? Are there things Jesus say to us, but it's hard for us to accept? Are there things that when God says that you are to honor your parents, you are to honor your mother and father, but then you would say, Teka, how can I honor them? They are not good parents. They are bad parents. Kumbaga, they, they left us ganito, but the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. No matter what, hard saying, do we accept it or not? When it comes to relationships, do I sleep with this person? Okay, I'll just sleep with this person because we love each other. But the Bible says that when it comes to sex, it should be in the boundaries of marriage. Because we don't like what the Bible says, what do people do? They run away. They turn away from God. It's the same thing that happened to the rich young ruler. When he heard the answer from Jesus, 
and he did not like the answer. He was disheartened, sorrowful, sad, and he turned away from Jesus. Ni walk out tan si Jesus. And sometimes when we don't like to hear the answer that we did not expect from God or from His Word, when we read God's Word, we turn away from God. Probably some of you have favorite scriptures. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures is in Joshua, where the Bible says, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. One of my favorite scriptures is in Jeremiah 29, 11, especially when I was young, especially when I, I wanted to have a girlfriend. And then Jeremiah 29, 11 spoke to me. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Those, these kinds of verses, we like that. It gives us hope. It gives us encouragement. But when we hear sayings like this, go sell all your possessions. Uh, Lord, maybe the writer was wrong. Or probably you made a mistake. Or when the Bible says that you will have many troubles in this world. Ah, uh, no, Lord, I, I don't accept that. I don't like that. Are there things that Jesus is trying to tell us that, that is His answer for us, and then we try to reject it. You want know more than the rich young ruler seeing that he, are, he needs to sell his possession, he forgot the fact that there is something else beyond that. And that's the reason that if you are a Christian here, that this is a, a time of dissecting our hearts or knowing what's in the inside of our hearts. Money is a good litmus test. Money is a good testing for us to see, or a good x-ray for us to see what is the beat of our hearts. When our hearts are devoted to God, when our hearts are given to God, we, we can respond in a way that brings glory and honor to Him. So here, as we talk about uh, what God wants to reveal to this person, one of the things that we need to realize is that how can we give our heart to God is that we can give from the heart of eternity. When it comes to money and possession, we have to have a mindset that looks towards eternity. Yung puso natin should not just remain here, but our hearts should look forward in what God has in store for us. That was the problem of Richie. Because he only saw what Jesus said first in his statement, go and sell your possession, but he did not understand that there is something else that God is offering, that there is something better that he is offering. First of all, First of all, more than the earthly possessions that you have here, God was offering a treasure that is in heaven. A heavenly treasure. When we talk about a heavenly treasure, it is something na hindi nabubulok, hindi nasisira. I know that all of us here, we value our phones because we have all our contacts there. We, we have all the pictures and videos of our loved ones there. We have the text messages of our loved ones there. But you know that no matter how much we value it, our phones, 
one day masisira rin to. One day, you have to throw that away and buy a new one. Naluluma. But what God is offering, or what Jesus was offering here, was a treasure that comes from heaven, an eternal treasure that does not expire. And this was even the answer of Jesus to Richie. Richie asking, what must I do to it inherit eternal life? All right, I'm going to give you an answer. You lack one thing. First, sell all, all your possessions. Go and sell all your possessions or give up or surrender. But next, you will have, when you do that, you will have treasure in heaven. Richie here did not realize, ito na yung sagot na binibigay ng Panginoon, that he was already offering eternal life, that he was already inviting him in the kingdom of God. But because there's this one thing na hindi niya mapakawalan, it hindered him to experience that which he is seeking. Is there, one, is there a one thing in our life that we are hard to give up? The reason why we can't give it all to our God. The reason why when it comes to worship, we are having a hard time to raise up our hands. The reason why when it comes to our work, we are having a hard time to share the gospel to other people because probably there is this one thing that we are having a hard time to surrender to God. But I believe that if we do surrender that, this is the promise of God that you will have treasure in heaven. And not only that, another thing, another reward for me that if you are going to give that one thing, ito yung mangyayari. Come, follow me. It is an invitation, a privilege that Jesus is telling Richie here. Come, follow me. Few months ago, we had a series that talks about a demon-possessed man. And when, G, when, he, he, when that uh, demon-possessed man encountered Jesus, Jesus cast out all the demons, the legions, from that man. And this man, when he was set free from the bondage of oppression from all those demons, he wanted to follow Jesus. But what did Jesus say? He, he said to this man, no, you go back to your city and tell people what I have done for you. Pinauwi niya to tell his experience and story. But at this time, for Richie, it's a different story. Uh, Jesus is now inviting this person to come follow me. How many of us wants to follow Jesus? Diba, it's a privilege for us when Jesus would tell you, come follow me, join us, sama ka dito. Diba, katropa ka namin ngayon. It is such a privilege, but then, because of that one thing that Richie is keeping in his heart, he did not understood that it was a privilege to come and follow Jesus. What is that one thing? that is hindering us? What is that one thing that keeps us from having a heart that sees eternity? What is that one thing? In verse 23, and Jesus looked around after Richie walked out of Jesus. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, 
how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how difficult it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Kumbaga, Jesus is showing here how difficult it is for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Just that illustration, a camel in a needle, diba? it's almost like impossible. But, but what he was saying, it's, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. That is already plain. Kumbaga, I don't need to interpret what the Bible says already there. That's going to be hard because of, of what wealth brings because of possession brings diba? It, the comfort that wealth gives sometimes it's really hard to give that up but probably you're here right now and you're saying pastor i'm not that man because my wallet is empty <laughs> i'm not rich i've been praying and fasting for years because my wallet is dead. I want my wallet to be born again. I want my wallet, magkaroon siya ng buhay ulit. Alright, mag-resurrect yung wallet ko. I want that in my wallet. I don't have many possessions. You know what? You may not have any money in your wallet right now. But probably, those money is in your heart as well. It is possible that we may not be well off. We may even consider ourselves poor. But it is still possible that the idol in our heart is money. Because when it comes to money, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. What matters is what's in the heart of a person. And a person who is in bondage uh, and his God becomes money is going to have a hard time to, to give, to share, or to be generous. For a person who is born again, we give from the heart of freedom. The reason why we can give to become generous to other people, because we have been set free. Because we know that no matter what, I may lose this, but I have a God who richly provides. But when we have that one thing that, keep, that we keep in our heart, we cannot or we will have a hard time seeing that indeed we have a God who richly provides. That indeed that we have a God who we call Heavenly Father who loves us so much na hindi tayo pababayaan when it comes to our personal needs. When it comes to money or wealth possessions, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you are rich, you are worshiping money. There are a lot of people here that I know that have been blessed by God and yet, they, they, they are generous and, and they know that, that the money that they have, is only, was, is, that they are only stewards of it. And that they are using it to advance God's kingdom. But on the other hand, we may not be that well off and we can give it as an excuse. Now, I, I don't have much money, Pastor. That's why I'm not giving. I'm not being generous. Is that really the situation? Or is the situation that your heart, our heart sometimes, it has, has an idolatry problem? That's the reason why we are not able to freely give or we are not free to be generous or to give because we are bounded, that our hearts are bounded 
uh, as money being our master. Matthew 6 verse 24, it says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Very interesting that Jesus here was saying you cannot serve both God and money. Ang opposite of God, the opposite of God should be Satan, the devil. But probably the reason why Jesus did not say that you cannot serve both God and the devil is because in this room, most probably, we don't want to be called that na, na tayo, anak tayo ng demonyo, di ba? But we don't want that. We want to be called children of God. We, Jesus knows that if He says that you cannot serve both God and, and the devil, no one really would want to serve the devil. But the reason why Jesus says you cannot serve both God and money is because money is more deceiving. Money can turn us away from worshiping God can turn us away. Money is not a bad thing, but money is a good indicator of the priorities that we have. The best way to know if something owns us, kung meron nag-rule sa puso natin, is if we, uh, to own us, or we own that thing, is our ability to give it away. If we can give it away, it, it means that this thing does not hold us. When we can give something away, it means that this thing does not rule over us. We give from the heart of freedom. In Mark 10, 26, after Jesus was saying that it is hard for a man with, with wealth to enter the kingdom of God, kumbaga, uh, it's like a camel papasok sa isang uh, needle Mark 10 verse 26, it says, And they were exceedingly astonished. The disciples were surprised after hearing that and said to him, Then who can be saved? Who can be saved? Because during that time, uh, for them, when they see a wealthy person, when someone is wealthy, it is a sign that God has blessed that person. It is a sign when you are wealthy, that is a sign that God's favor is upon you. And the disciples here were saying, if this rich young ruler is going to have a hard time in entering the kingdom of God, then who can be saved? How can we be saved? Paano kami? Pupunta rin ng langit. Kung itong taong to, mayaman na, binless na ng Panginoon. Paano kami? Paano tayo lahat? Ano mang yayari? And this was the response of Jesus. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, it is impossible. Going to heaven, it is impossible. Having eternal life, it is impossible. You want to become a good person, it is impossible. But not with God. Going to heaven, is, it is impossible, but not with God. There are some things you're praying for. It is impossible, but not with God. You see yourself, hindi na ako magbabago. Yes, you're right. It is impossible that you can change for the good, but not with God. That's the reason why Jesus 
invited this rich young ruler, Richie, that to sell all his possessions and come follow me so that you will know this God. There was an invitation. Richie, come follow me. I will show you treasures in heaven or this treasure in heaven. Follow me and I will show you who I am. And probably it is an invitation for some of you here right now. Jesus is telling you that follow me so that you may know me. Probably you've heard me from someone else, but I want you to follow me. Who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus to this rich young ruler? As we're about to end, we will go to the first verses that we just read. Who is this Jesus? As he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked. Parang flashback tayo ngayon. Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. In the perspective of Richie here, of this rich young ruler, rich young man, he was a good teacher. Jesus was a good teacher. But when Jesus was saying, no one is good except God alone, he did not realize that Jesus is God. He only saw Jesus as a good teacher, but he did not saw Jesus as God. That's the reason why we respond in faith. When we give, when we give our heart, when we give because we see that Jesus is God, that when we respond in faith, that is saying, Jesus, you are the only person that can save me. Jesus, you can do all things. I cannot do that, but not with God, but not with you, Jesus. You can do these things. That's the reason why he was saying, come follow me. If there's one thing that I want to leave everyone in this room is this, that our greatest treasure is a heart that walks with God. We may have different possessions. The world may offer different things para sa atin. The world may offer beautiful things. But that is nothing compared to, to a heart that walks with God. A heart that sees things in the right perspective. You know what? God does not want our money. What He wants to get is our hearts. God wants to get so He can give us a new heart. Until we surrender our old hearts, God cannot give us a new heart, which is the greatest treasure that He is willing to give eternal life. A life that promises us that one day we'll see Jesus face to face. A new heart that inherits eternal life. A new heart that is not bound by money or possessions. A new heart that is not um, 
surrendered to fear because one day baka mawalan ako but a new heart that responds in faith a new heart that understands Lord, thank you for the material blessings that you have given me. Thank you for the money that you have given me. Thank you for the possessions that you have given me. But this is not my God. A new, a new heart that walks with God. That is our greatest treasure. And I pray that as we go through the following weeks, as we talk about fighting, as we talk about sacrifice, as we talk about generosity, that we, would a, have, that we would have a heart that would respond in a way that these things that we will be talking about, it's not God getting something from us, but it's God getting something from us because He wants to give us something better than what we could ever imagine. Amen? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this time. Salamat po, Panginoon, that we are here as a church community to learn from this story that happened thousands of years ago. Thank you that this story that happened to this rich young ruler is very relevant up to today. Even right now, Lord God, we just want to take this time to serve. If there's something that we need to surrender to God right now, if there's something that keeps us from worshiping God all out, I believe that this is a good time that we can lay it down on His feet. If it's either, if it's indeed money or possession, if it's even relationships, probably we have idolized our work or probably our, even our spouse or, or our family. If we have given we have surrendered our hearts to something else more than God, I believe that this is a good time to respond by laying it down on His feet.